Hey guys, this episode is my friend Tracy Waite. She came to NOAA with us back in January and every January, Ministry Makers plans to host uh, an event at NOAA to help people refocus on what God has called them to do, to stand before him and say, I think this is what you want and just make space to make time and plans with what God's been revealing to you. It is so cool to hear how Tracy had developed the help hope and healing for hurting hearts with the H to the power of the third of the way that the help, help, hope and healing for hurting hurts comes together. And just what God can reveal in just three days of you saying yes to move forward to what he's called you to. She's in a space where it looks like she's belonged there for years. It looks like she's been working in it for years. And it was just that not all the pieces had come together for her understanding, but God was faithful that when she said, yes, I'm ready to explore this and see more, the yes opened up a floodgate of doors. Now, mind you, she ends up giving just little hints about what Noah was like. And to tell you a little bit more, Noah, as a conference, she had thought that it was a big thing. Um, Lots of people come, kind of how church conferences are. Um, We are a small group of women who um, are out trying to do exactly what God called us to do. And when you look at the church as a whole, there are about 2% of people who are willing to go outside of church and do everything that they do and call it ministry. Their, their business, their mindset, the way they're running their family, like absolutely everything that they are doing. They have created a business, not for income, but because of what God has called them to do. We are talking about less than 2%. So There was about nine people, I believe, that came to Noah. And so this is no hide in a corner and not say what God's been talking to you about, what you needed to reveal and what you needed to do. And she signed up for the heavy work and had no idea that that's what she was signed up for. But God knew and her faithfulness to say yes and see through what he was calling and overcome all the fears and doubts that the enemy was trying to place in the way to not have her there that weekend. It's just amazing to hear how it all came together, how much confidence has grown to be at this point and just see it to the fullest. So I hope you guys enjoy and I hope you're inspired and I hope that you do what God's called you to do too. I'm so glad you said yes to doing our podcast. I want to check in about Noah and about how the program's going and about how God is building your confidence, really, because from going um, from the first day I met you on that Friday at the conference and you were like, I'm, <laughs> you're too much. This is too much. I don't want to do this. I'm in the wrong spot to seeing you um, start your group, which is called um, Hope Heart Healing. Is that correct? Hope, help, and healing for oh. hurting hearts. Okay, yes. And um, I had to even scroll back recently because I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's been doing this for years. And she no. just got, and she just started getting more active in it. And I scrolled back and I saw, nope, this did not start until after Noah. Yeah. Walk, me, walk me through what this has looked like for you. 
Well, I've always wanted to help other people. And I have spent a lifetime dealing with depression and anxiety myself um, from, you know, childhood on. And I tried a variety of different ways of giving back, like nursing and thought about being a teacher and just a a lot of things like that. But um, a lot of those things just kind of fell apart throughout my life because of depression and anxiety. And... So I came to a point recently before Noah where I was am now ready to share and be an open book pretty much about my journey and with depression and anxiety and to help other people and walk alongside them with it. So when I was invited to this Ministry Makers Conference to go to Noah's Ark, um, good friend of mine invited me I said no because I I was scared to go that far away and also because my husband wanted to go and I thought that might not be fair to him and you know a few other reasons and so I said no right away because of fear and then that friend came over about a couple weeks later and as soon as I saw her face I knew that I was going yeah. So, God just hit your heart or like how did that how that hit you? Uh I just looked at her and I heard straight from God I feel like you know I heard him just say you're going. And so I looked at her and I didn't say anything right away. We sat down had coffee and she brought it up and I said, "Oh, about that." I actually do want to go. I need to go. I know I need to go. And so I didn't had no idea what it was. I really thought it was going to be a conference like some I had been to before where you pick and choose what you want to go to as far as workshops or things like that. So I, I thought it would be um, a large conference. I thought... I would blend in pretty well and not be seen. Um, And I thought that, you know, I didn't have a clear picture of what the ministry would be, but I kind of have been playing around with things the last year or so, how to help people with with, uh, mental health problems. I went into it pretty much completely not knowing what it was going to be. And I, I, everybody was kind of in that scenario. I think you didn't realize that <laughs> when you were right. there. You felt alone and like, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. I was like, nobody knew this. This is our first time. <laughs> um, but like, what? where do you want to start the story of God keeping you there and God working through that to be where you are today? Yes. So I ended up going and arrived and um, realized very quickly that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be and got pretty um, intimidated right away because I didn't know anyone except for the lady who I came with Um, and but there were other people there that didn't know anyone either so I was like okay this is going to be all right Um, and we went to dinner 
and I heard the stories, some stories, and people talking about their ministries, and I felt like overwhelmed, like I shouldn't be here. These women are much farther ahead than me. They have their vision. They know what they're doing, and I don't. Although I will back up and say on the way to the conference, on the seven-hour drive, I did come up with a name for my ministry on that drive. So I had that, and that was all I had. And that was the the hope, healing, hearts? Yes, help, okay. hope, and healing for hurting hearts. And um, I didn't know where that would go from there, but I was open to the possibilities during this conference. Um, so that night when we got back from the dinner and met in the hotel lobby, uh, we were talking and everybody was really open book about their life. And I wanted to run because I thought I'm not going to do that. <clears throat> and you had said you wanted us to pick someone out who we would talk to by the end of the conference. And I thought to myself, I'm not doing that. So by the end of the first evening, I was pretty scared and intimidated and feeling like I did when I was a little girl, like up against the wall, just wanted to be a wallflower, felt really small and just uh, insignificant. So my friend and I went to bed early. She was very tired um, and she went to sleep. Then that night, I, when just as soon as she went to sleep, I was attacked by, you know, spiritually attacked, just completely cried and cried and cried. I was texting my husband. I said, I want to come home. I knew we were by the airport. I thought maybe I could get there and get home that way. I didn't know how I was going to get out of this thing, and I didn't know how I could endure it for the duration of the time. Uh, Satan just was lying, telling me the same lies I've heard my whole life, that you're not good enough, you don't fit in here, you don't belong here, these people are better than you, and all of that. And I pretty much prayed a prayer of, I know God doesn't lie, and I know I wouldn't be here if God didn't mean me to be here. So I, I went to sleep with that, and I slept very sound all night and woke up in the morning feeling kind of like when you're going to battle with something, when you're facing something scary. I was very focused and um, felt ready for war and to go on with the weekend. That next morning when we got all together? Yes, for the breakfast. I knew I had to, you know, open up and share that this had happened. Um, so I did. And immediately was met with much encouragement and was very comforted by that and felt very at home right away with these women and knew that everything was going to be okay from that point on. And what what else like really struck you in that moment? Because I know everybody has shared that they were feeling attacked 
And then, um, and that's when I had, I, I had shared that next morning, specific things I had prayed over each person. Is that correct? Or was that the next morning? No, that was that morning. At breakfast, you said that you were attacked that night around the same time that I was in the room next to you crying and trying to figure out how to get home. Yeah, but, uh, and then I shared words that God had given me to speak over everybody later. Yes. At breakfast, was there anything else that super hit home to reassure you to continue on the day or just um, that God was really starting to speak and unravel things at that time? Yes. Um, Well, after I was spiritually attacked, I got my notebook out and I started writing things down. Um, I wrote a lot of things down and I'm trying to look back at where they are here Uh, because you had said some things that gave me peace. Uh, We about surrendering, give one, give oneself up to someone like a prisoner, um, that we are enslaved to the Lord. You had mentioned the book Fervent, and you were speaking from that book, which I have since gotten and read. Awesome. Awesome. So a lot about surrender, bringing beauty, and that you have to go, you know, and brought to mind, my thoughts were that I knew you have to go through it to get to the other side of it. And it's a choice to surrender that God's will be done, not mine. So to be able to go home and on your own, pick up the phone, make make the, the group and say, I'm all in. Did anything else happen like on the actual Noah boat? Like was it a continual build? Yes. On the Noah's Ark boat, uh, we were walking through and we it was great that we split up because I was able to really focus in on God and just be alone with God in this experience. It was, I was so struck with the faith that Noah had to do this, to build this, not knowing what really lied ahead. And that is where I was really at, at that point. So about halfway walking through Noah's Ark, I came, sat down at a spot, and the vision came to me of what this ministry would be. Um, And the heart with the H to to the third power came to my mind, and I wrote it in my journal, drew it all out, because there's power when we come together. And the H to the third power, the hope, help, and healing, the three H's, it all just sort of came together. That was a vision I had on the boat and journaled it out. So it happened right there. And where exactly were you when you got it? I was on the second floor. Okay. And, and you ended up sharing that with us after you got home. You sent us that picture of drawing it out. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool that things were already starting to develop. I, I still did not expect for you to 
take off as fast as you did or like I said as confidently be doing the videos that you're doing are you feeling inspired every day or is it a struggle within it like what's helping pull you to show up all the time doing this I am feeling inspired every day I since I got home have been super focused on God eyes up all the time and being obedient to what I'm being told to do so when I have a message I get on there and do it I really don't um, have any fear about it or hesitation at this point um, God has inspired me worked with me all of the women at the conference inspired me greatly and continue to and you inspire me um it's just been a incredible quick journey you know it, it did happen really fast yeah and things are still growing and it's still developing you know i want to create a website eventually and um even a mental health life coach business out of this as well in addition to the ministry okay so um what's really stuck out to me about this is doing your passion wheel and how you were like so your main thing that drives you every day and keeps purpose in your life is if you knew you encouraged someone and i'm like wow she's not like by doing this online now you are sending encouragement to not just the one that you used to think about. And God's just taken like, okay, you want to be encouraging? Let's just see who it hits. How's like, are you seeing that? Are you seeing how the things that were on the passion wheel are like blown up 10 times more by just creating this online space? I am seeing that. And what struck me as interesting is that you didn't, ask many questions and you don't you didn't know me at all really so and it just hits spot on as to what my passion is and so that was incredible and really encouraging to me to continue on and just really you know solidified it in my heart and my mind that I'm doing the right thing and being all that God called you to be Yes, I'm just being completely all in from here on out. So if you didn't pick up the journaling program along with all the growth that got released, do you think that this would be any harder? How's how's that helping you stay focused and stay um, driven to keep to keep working on what you've created? The stepping into your calling? Yeah, the, the mini course that you're doing. Well, it's interesting. I was just working on that and I found it um, has been really helpful because my vision was strong and I knew what it was, but then there's a lot around it. Like this could go in many different directions. So right. to bring it all together and really focus in on where, what am I going to do with this exactly and how and where are my strengths and my priorities was one of the first questions. And I took, and I'm going through it very slow, and it took, I think, a week and a half because I answered those questions and then thought back throughout the week, it just kept popping into my head and new things came up 
I did get overwhelmed and I did go back and realize that I had flip-flopped some priorities. And so, so far this, this course has been extremely helpful to me in um, pulling together and focusing in which direction I'm going with this and what is most important. Yeah. Um, I just want to commend you for taking it slow because I, I told you don't feel bad about that. That's something I knew. I knew you needed it that way. And I also see you not stopping because you're taking it slow. Like some people just become procrastinators or they don't like doing that part. But I saw you more like when something hits me in a book and I don't finish that book because I'm like, God, until you finish explaining that to me, I'm not moving forward and just are willing to sit in it and willing to dig deep and say, okay, God. And I think it is because you want that healing and you want the revelation. And what about the thing actually taking off is even, even going, I, I have momentum to keep this going. Do you have better words for the drive that's behind it? The momentum behind it is, is God a hundred percent. I mean, just wanting to be a servant, um, and serve others like Jesus did and does, and just continuing to serve others is my, my passion the momentum is that love, that love that's behind it all to just love others and give them encur- that encouragement and sometimes just sit by their side and be silent or whatever they need. I'm really just just driven by the love that and the mercy and the grace that God has given me throughout my struggles and how God has healed me um, has been miraculous this last year. And I need to share that with others. I can't keep it to myself. I'm just so excited about it. And before, Noah, you would have thought this would be still like years down the road. Like where if, if you wouldn't have jumped out and continued to, to say, okay, now's the time and God show you now's the time before Noah were you in a in a mindset that this is still taking a while or yes I was in a mindset of I have no idea what I'm supposed to do I know that I'm supposed to do something but I don't know what it's supposed to be um or what it's going to look like in the end and I uh yeah I was really in a place of you know, meeting with a lot of people and just wondering where this was going. I had no idea that going on that trip would change my life direction entirely. I think it's really cool that that's just all God needed was a fe- the, that one faith step of yes was really just, yes, I'll go. And yes. then it was only amongst that of like, yes, I'll stay. And then yeah. from there, just overcoming those two things, everything else just released, right? Yes, absolutely. So those were small baby steps, but they felt kind of huge at the moment. Like, what would you say to somebody else who never heard about Noah, <laughs> never, you know, might feel in the same, I have no idea what to do, but I hear this Noah thing's coming up. 
again in another year or working with Kendra might reveal some things like what would you say of the encouragement of of those first steps even though looking back they were small they felt huge because of the fear that still stood in the way what would you say to encourage that person I would say step out of your comfort zone and do something for God that you never thought that you would be able to do. Just step out of your comfort zone and be open to listen and connect with people and completely surrender yourself to the experience of it because it was amazing and I got so much out of it. I just, I would encourage everybody to please not listen to the fear that you maybe you don't fit in or you're not, you don't even know what your ministry is called yet or what it would even be or which direction you're going to go. It doesn't, it doesn't matter because that's really where I was at. And like I said, I came up with a name for it on the way there. So it, um, well, no matter where you're at with it, I strongly encourage you to just step out of your comfort zone, be courageous, and go. I think God's faithful to meet us in the smallest yes. I mean, you were driving there, and he started releasing. You know, it's just the smallest yes, God can take big faith steps with that and start showing you you're you're on the right track. And that was something we very faithfully prayed over everybody that was there, that they continued to feel like I'm here for a reason. I'm here to do what God's called and, and feel that you were there on purpose. And, um, I know several women who were just like, I didn't know that there was a women's group like this, that you could be open and you could be loved and you could spill dreams or heartaches or whatever. Was that your first time as well encountering that? that support group yes it was um at my church i had started to develop some relationships like that and get a kind of a taste of it but then the immediate the immediate love that i felt that next morning when i opened up was just like a breath of fresh air so i can't say how much that that just comforted me and encouraged me and made me feel welcome there and like i was among women who understood and it it was it was just amazing Well, Tracy, I just wanted to let you know how proud I was of, um, you know, from night one and, and then throughout that kind of trying to not, you know, read better where you are that I never got too heavy on you again, um, to watching you go home and just bloom into all that God already had planned. And you continue to just take these face steps by moments, by day, by, by all of it and know that all of it is still to come and that I, I already see your persistence because of those different things that you tried that hadn't worked and then 
been here and now understand yourself so much more and God's vision, when all that came together for you, I just see such a solid foundation to keep running with what you always knew you were created to be. And I'm just so proud of you to, to just jump in this, this deeply and, and come with such enthusiasm and, um, and the motivation that is, is just pouring that you're just like, I see another thing that will encourage somebody. I'm going to put on another thing. I mean, sometimes you post five things a day and yeah. where there's, there's some groups that that's annoying your group. I can see you're not posting it unless it really meant something to you right that minute. And you don't know who else needs that one more minute and that one more thing said and knowing your heart and knowing what your passion wheel said about being purposefully intentional to encourage someone. It's just like, you're just living that out loud to the fullest. And it's, it's just really cool to see. Thank you. Thank you. I will say I've heard from a good friend of mine, something she said that struck a chord that, and it's true for me too, that I've gotten a heart transplant and blood transfusion from Jesus. I am a new person and I feel just ready to give that to anyone and everyone. So, yes, it's I think very much. It's showing, and I'm I'm glad that he brought you to Noah. I'm glad you, that he brought you in my life, and I'm glad that you're on your right steps to your calling. Thank you. Thank you for uh, meeting with me to do the podcast and be willing to share. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It was my uh, an honor and privilege to be here. Okay, we'll I'll talk to you soon. Well, guys, that's a wrap. I hope that you are have on your calendar to come to our NOAA event next year. They're just outside of Florence, Kentucky, and see what God can reveal and unveil all that he has for you. Also, don't forget to check us out. Join the Facebook group, God's Yes Girls, Ministry Makers, Be Encouraged Every Day. Go to the website, www.com. Kendra, D, double E, Carol, double R's, double L's, dot com. The end.